This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. episode 18 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and, and, tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Uh, we fully realize that the Red Wings game is rolling right now, but uh, Mike, there's a Super Bowl coming up, so we got family coming over to both our houses. We gotta, we gotta wrap this stuff up. All right, uh, speaking of wrapping up, we also got business to do. Uh, Mike, you want to roll into What Matt meant to say is the superb owl is ours from uh, coming out. There's a big game later, is what Matt meant to say. Uh, but anyway, have you ever wanted to give yourself better odds at winning a bet? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a, t- a chance to do just that. All players who place a bet on Sunday night's basketball game between. Next LeBron. Sunday. Oh, wait. Sunday. Wait, today's Sunday. Hold yeah, on ne- here. Next Sunday. next Sunday. So... You know, this is coming. Yeah, you know what's going on, man. It's the big LA Denver game. Yeah. Um, we just need people to have a hand in lowering that over under on the game. It's pretty cool. That's right. So for every one thousand players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over under will drop by a point. That's to our benefit. I had to read it three times because I thought they made an oof, but it's just it's for us. Matt, every better who hammers the over in Sunday's Denver versus Los Angeles game helps to lower the game's over-under. The best part is that even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. That's right. You can double your money by hammering the over. If that isn't enough excitement for you, there's a huge title fight happening this weekend, UFC 258. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to hammer the over on Sunday night's basketball game when L.A. takes on Denver. For every 1,000 people that bet over on Sunday's game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the overhitting, so tell your friends and family this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. Whew. That's DraftKings. Promo code THPN. Folks. It's three to one. Hey, while I was reading through, <laughs> I know, a goal in it. I, I had to. <laughs> that was that celebration right in the middle there. 
Oh yeah. boy. I didn't even see who scored, so I'm gonna have to wait. Robbie Fabry gives the boys a three to one lead. All right. Whew. We can start to all right. Let's give Jeff Blash an extension, right, Mike? You know what? I'm giving him an extension and I am outright releasing Anthony Mantha and Bertuzzi. You're out. <laughs> Go. Our boy, uh, Dave Aikman, who uh, co-hosts the uh, Vegas, oh shoot, Vegas Nightly uh, podcast. Yeah. I always get get it confused because I think the Vegas Golden Knights have the, the the Vegas Weekly, where the Vegas Nightly makes more sense because they're the Knights and it's, you know, you get to do it. It, it just, it works. Uh, I love so, it. Yeah. Oh, but Dave puts out there, can we clone Bob Probert? And, of course, in reference to uh, Glenn Denning getting his head knocked off today by, um, well, uh, you could say Gudis, or you could say as, uh, I, I think it's, uh, what is it, Homeroids on Twitter said, poo ass, which I'm Ooh, like, I like that. Of. Yep. Also, as a, as a former uh, subscriber to Highlights for Children, there was uh, the brothers. One would do things uh, correctly. The correct way, it was Gallant. Gallant. And then there was uh, Goofus. So I'm going to go ahead and refer to him as Goofus from the Highlights for Children. Uh, Mike, that was uh, the absolute worst name to bring up right now because everybody's pulling for Galat to be uh, this sort of bad. That would have been a great transition. Uh, but since everybody wants Flash gone and Galat to come in. <laughs> oh, what a failure on my part. Damn it. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just say this. I, I mean, here's here's how this episode's going to go. We're, we're watching. There's nine minutes to go as we're recording in the third period. Like like we mentioned, uh, we, we have quite a bit uh, going on later today, including the Super Bowl, including family coming over. Mike, my stupid pizza. Uh, how, do, how, do you do an, how do you do the opposite of a shout-out? Uh, Cottage Inn wouldn't let me set up my pizza delivery for 5.30, okay? Because they said it was too close to the time range of the 5 o'clock estimated time, okay? Pizza showed up at 4.30, man. So... Ooh! <laughs> We're not going to be done for like another oh, 20 man. minutes. That's going to be some uh, good. Uh, it's going to taste day old. I love that. Hey, thanks a lot, Cottage Inn. Uh, appreciate it. Um, uh, a quick shout out to Green Lantern Pizza, who uh, <laughs> did not get the nod from uh, that douche El Presidente this week. Um, God, I hate that guy. But uh, it's uh, he does those pizza reviews. Well, I mean, he's from Barstool Sports. Uh, everybody knows those pizza reviews. Uh, yeah. he, he gave a bad score to my favorite pizza place of all time in Detroit. So everybody, Damn uh, everyone I've, I've ever talked to loves Green Lantern Pizza. Mike, I know you love it too. Uh, so I just have to throw that out there since uh, we got boned by Cottage Inn today. Uh, God, do I miss, if there's one thing I miss, uh, you know, since we moved out to Livingston County, my wife and I, it's, uh, it's that Green Lantern Pizza. Oh my God. So good. So guys, go, go, go get yourself some Green Lantern pizza if you're out in the Detroit area. Uh, but Mike, since, uh, let's see, I have a commercial. I've got a Menards commercial going right now. This is going to be, this episode's going to be all over the place because I'm going to want to celebrate some goals. Uh, but we also have to talk about Mike game two against the Tampa Bay lightning. Uh, what I tweeted out was, can you say vast improvement? Um, we all know what happened in the first game. It was done in about five minutes. Uh, yours truly was um, on the Slapshot Sweethearts podcast for the second period. And 
You know, honestly, uh, I came on there ready to talk uh, analytics. I did my research. I, I came on ready to talk like what, like play by play. And by the time I got on there, the game was already over, even though it was the second period. Uh, but that game two, Mike. Here's the thing. Let's let's do this because the the push to get Blashill fired is getting harder and harder. But against the Tampa Bay Lightning, Mike, we had a 60% expected goals for, 75% high danger. I mean, winning that, I to me, has always been the key. Um, I mean, we're not winning it right now against the Panthers, but we have a 3-1 to one lead. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, you, know you, you grab, like, through the whole season, if you're winning the high danger chances, I, I think you're going to have a good chance of winning because that means you're yeah. preventing them. And you're getting more, which is dumb when I say it that way. It sounds really dumb, but that's how, to me, that's how you win games. Um, but when you do it against the Tampa Bay Lightning, either you make the argument, sure, they maybe be, maybe were playing down to their opponent after that first game. Maybe they, they felt bad. Um, you know, there's a good relationship between the two teams, of course, with Eiserman having, um, being the former GM and, uh, the uh, I mean the the coaches apparently have a good relationship. Of course, our Flashel and and then uh, their John Cooper. But um, you know all that combined, I I highly doubt that they just decided to give us you know throw us a bone and say let's see if they can catch up. So <laughs> so with all that being said, uh, yeah. can can we at least can we say that everyone like I know we were all upset that it was still a loss, but. God, Mike, it wasn't three to nothing five minutes into the first period, and we had a chance to win that thing against the Tampa Bay freaking Lightning. Sure, without the cooch, but you know, <laughs> he got um, a yeah, good advantage. I, yeah, I mean, uh, it was worlds of difference from the previous game. Um, it it did kind of look like uh, you know a little little bit of a practice for Tampa Bay uh, once. <laughs> Once they got past the goal, it kind of looked like the Red Wings were like, well, we're not going to score two. We're done. There's a lot of heads being hung. Uh, you know, it, the effort was was non-existent. Uh, but, you know, we returned, and we didn't win. I don't think anyone expected us to win, but it was just much more enjoyable uh, as a Red Wing fan. And right now we're uh, I'm watching, watching Giovanni Smith, Smith win, a, win a fist fight and then uh, frustrate, uh, <laughs> was it Uyghur? Going down uh, into the tunnels oh. and smashing his hockey stick. Uh, some real rage here. Giovanni, I, I don't know how he's not been playing every game. He's been all over the ice today besides his goal. Uh, frustrating guys, mashing skulls. Uh, let's get some more time for uh, Giovanni. I'm kind of pumped here to talk a minute about uh, some of the players who are uh, getting that call up from that taxi squad. Um, no, yeah. I mean... Like, this is what I wanted to talk about with the Lightning game, but this will transition beautifully uh, since we have Giovanni Smith really laying, <laughs> really laying the body in there, almost taking his head off, which I'm totally cool with. I mean, this is this is getting back at the Panthers for murdering uh, Glenn Denning in the first period. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then of course, getting in the fight here with Ekblad. Uh, I, this is... Uh, God, that, that was so much fun to watch. But what I wanted to bring up was was the expected goals battle for uh, Zadina, Larkin, and Giovanni in that second game against uh, the Lightning, where they they took eighty percent of the expected goals. So basically, uh, as we you know we bring it up all the time, the, the expected goals is basically that measurement of where uh, y your chances, your pucks going at the net, the opportunity for you to actually put a goal compared to what you're allowing. And uh, that percentage base is basically the your expected goals over 
their uh, or your expected goals allowed. So for us to get 80%, like, I mean, we're not talking like grades in school. 80% is humongous. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you're, you're basically talking something at least to the effect that's as close to one to nothing. If you, if you're talking like the Red Wings uh, amount of expected goals that they actually put in line by line uh, compared to an expected goals against. <clears throat> so I know I, I'm just, I just keep saying expected goals. So I'm going to stop, but basically <laughs> what we're looking at is uh, Mike, I, I think Giovanni Smith right now is proving. And I brought this up on, on Twitter and especially with uh, the goal today uh, from a, a a, a play that I, I dubbed him to be our junkyard dog. Like he's a tenacious junkyard dog. He never stops chasing the puck in a responsible way. He doesn't put himself out of position. Uh, but the tenacity continues, Mike, as he's defending Luke Glendening today, uh, getting in the fight as we just watched right now. Mike, Bertuzzi's out, okay? So w- we we can acknowledge that we're, we're a tad bit shorthanded in that regard. I brought this up on Twitter for anybody watching. Uh, Mike, we might have a guy that we can slot in for the Bertuzzi's sake. No problem. Because we're talking about two guys that when we we talked about their play before the season started, or I should say we talked about Bertuzzi's play before the season started, tenacity was at the top of our mind. Like, it just never stops with him. That's how he finds success. And right now, Giovanni Smith, through a couple of games here, is really pulling like I'm the Bertuzzi while he's gone. Yeah, I, I mean, we talked about it. Uh, I think it was one of our highlight clips uh, when I tried to have my hungry, hungry hippos joke, um, and you you popped in to try and whack them all that one down. Uh, Giovanni Smith is a uh, world class hungry, hungry hippo player. Uh, he's not about. <laughs> You know, he's not about the the finesse and the patience. He's out there just mashing skulls. That's the second time I got to use that phrase today. Um, you know, and he's just uh, being opportunistic, um, you know, in front of the net yeah. and making plays. And I feel like too many times, especially uh, with our uh, third worst, you know, power play in the NHL, feels like the worst. Incredibly, there's two teams doing worse. Um, where, you know, whenever we set up a play, it just never seems to be anything that any other NHL team uh, would be designing. Uh, so, you know, you try and Hungry Hungry Hippo at five on five. And, uh, you know, I think Osgood talked about it a little bit today in the in the intermissions. Um, yeah, Red Wings are, are fighting, they're battling, um, and they're, they're doing just that. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to at him on Twitter to see if I could get uh, – Hashtag uh, HHH going, but you know, we'll, we'll just have to be patient on that one. So Matt power plays poop, but five on five plays still doing pretty well. I mean, it's, it's about as good as how uh, the Panthers are doing and they're a top team in the league right now. Well, actually, let me, uh, let me try and cue this guy up here. Um, I want to see if, if we can watch, cause you were, you were talking about creating those chances. And you know, one of the things that I highlighted with Giovanni Smith is creating second chances but I mean, this this is the idea where um, I mean, Florida has the puck, and just to kind of share, let's let's see if I can share this and not get uh, taken down by the NHL uh, you, YouTube viewers. Uh, when you watch live, you get a lot of bonuses, uh, including all of the content I steal, uh, not being taken down by the NHL by the time the video's up there. Uh, but I mean, here here it is. I mean, th- this is the end of the play, but you can see Giovanni putting it in. But I, I'm, 
yeah, it's it's Yandel that's got the puck there. It, it's it's Bobby Ryan who finishes that play, but it's Giovanni who's forcing that. And I got to stop now before we get in too much trouble. Uh, but it's Giovanni that starts that. that yeah. uh, to, I mean, to use that like uh, to continue to use that junkyard uh, dog mentality, where it's, you know that that whole idea behind there is that Mike. I mean, we've seen it in the movies. You you try and steal something from a junkyard. Uh, you've got that dog that's on the chain, and you know you start running from him, and you hope you get caught by the chain. The only thing is, Mike, no chain on Giovanni Smith. This this uh, he just keeps rolling. He, I mean, it's and I wanted to use uh, the idea of sniffing out the puck because I, again, in a responsible way, he just never stops coming. And I, I, ah, it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really scattered right now because I'm also watching uh, the penalty kill. And, um, yeah, Florida's really controlling the puck right now. So anybody that's listening to this tomorrow, uh, there's four minutes and 40 seconds left, 30 seconds to go in the power play. So you guys know where our head's at. Uh, still three to one. We're still holding our breath. Um, now, Mike, another goal that happened today, I think, uh, is definitely worth pointing out. And I think we can have some fun with it is, uh, Mark Stahl who scored today. Uh, the way Mickey Redmond put it was, of all the people to score on the backhand, <laughs> he started laughing. <laughs> like, kind of, kind of just that sense. Like, we all saw that we we had the improved play against Tampa, and of course, when you're on an eight game losing streak, there's a lot of missed opportunities. So, I, I I think it's just we all play the eyeball test with Mark Stahl. We know that we know that Stetcher's dragging him all over the ice, and that sentiment by. Mickey Redmond was was just beautiful to, to kind of yeah. just be like, are you you kidding me? <laughs> All the people to put one in the back of the net with a beautiful play too. Uh, I'm gonna see how much trouble we get in here uh, and try and share this one. Of course, uh, if you guys are listening to the show, you can find us on YouTube as the Brothers of Discussion, and uh, we we've created a playlist uh, for our Red Wings Ranch show, so you guys can find it there. If uh, if you do want to follow along with the videos that we're sharing. But uh, Mike, I think you can see that there. So what I what I like was uh, the the idea that this was an activation by uh, Stahl. So when you see him coming around on the left side of the ice, if you're looking down at the net, you can see it at the start here. See him coming down. It's the activation of this play where Stetcher's going to throw it at the net. He hits Stahl, and Stahl is going to finish that. But he did start it too, and I, I like the the idea that that was pointed out because th this Mike. It's either something that you want to give a lot of credit to Stahl, to be completely honest, or everybody else's favorite, Blashel. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> Trying to stir the old time. Coming down hard. But uh, I, I think, uh, especially when you're up 3-1 to one against against the Panthers, uh, who are doing a pretty good job uh, trying trying to lead uh, our division right now, um, I, I, I think it's okay if I start coming back and trying to tout the boy that uh, we don't think, you know, he's not going to make it too deep uh, into next season. He's probably might not make it into next season, but he definitely doesn't deserve to get fired right now. Uh, but anyways, that that's where that's coming from. It's, it's, it's hard to just say from one, uh, from one play that, you know, okay, everything's solved by for Mark Stahl and, and Jeff Blaschel. But I, I think my point is just that I, I want to give him some credit here because this does look like something that was planned and um, I mean, shoot! If if you can coach it's, a Mark uh, Stahl to actually put a goal in, there's yeah. got to be there's something there, right? Like you gotta give him some yeah. credit. There's uh, there's just 
a multitude of stunning statistics uh, today. Uh, no, well, real quick, being... just got to say bye to Dave, who's headed off to record himself. Uh, but Dave, also enjoy the Super Bowl, man. Woo! Uh, Matt is really trying to get us in trouble for dropping the SB bobs. Uh, that's his you third one say, in this episode. You can say it. You can't it. say it. You Unless you're talking about a really nice bowl that you're using to serve chips in. I don't think you could say it. All right. Um, so, Matt, today is game number 13. <laughs> Today's game number 13, okay? Yeah. Um, collectively, now we're a pretty terrible offense. Um, you know, only only eight Red Wings have scored goals. Um, if you include today, we now have Giovanni Smith and uh, beloved Mark Stahl joining that elite group of goal scorers on the Red Wings. So now 10 people have scored goals, Matt. Mark Stahl has joined that that small group. And of our defensemen, we now have two who've scored, DeKaiser and Mark Stahl. Matt, is Mark Stahl our number two defenseman? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now, here, here's what's really going to grind everybody's uh, gears here. Yeah. Um, so while we're watching this uh, wrap up, I said I guess he was due. And by that, I took a look at the individual expected goals for all of our defensemen. Yeah. And Mark Stahl was just about to hit one individually expected goal. Uh, <laughs> he clockwork. got 0.93, almost clockwork, doubling yeah. up. What was that? Clockwork. Yeah. That's absolutely. our new nickname for Mark Stahl. Expected goal <laughs> clockwork. Um, all right, let's uh, quick recap for everybody while well, my mind's a scramble here. Three three minutes to go, three to one, uh, wingies. There's an empty net now for Florida. Um, and of Put course, Giovanni Smith out there. I want number two or Mark Stahl. Get him number two. He can lead our defenseman in goals. Come no, on, baby. He'll, he'll destroy the analytics. He can't do it, Mike. Don't let it's him about do to it. Be four to one. Scores. <laughs> all right. Oh, so I'm this like, is our first road win. I'm I'm like a minute behind Mike right now, so I have not seen it, but I got the update on Twitter that Vladdy's about to put one in. Here we go. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Boom. All right. Four to one. So now, it's official, man, everybody. I'm, I'm going to put the stamp down uh, while you guys are, are uh, listening to this, you know, the next day on the podcast, anybody watching live. Uh, the Wings won a hockey game. All right. Can I say real quick? Uh, you know, yeah. one of my favorite things in the NBA is a uh, turnover, um, and then there's nobody in the backcourt defensively. And then the the player scoring on the turnover will usually put down some tomahawk jam. I know where you you're know, going. You know, really, really uh, get everybody up off their feet. Now, my question is, <laughs> why didn't Nemisnikov do, like, a Mighty Ducks triple deke uh, with nobody in front of him? Yeah, or do like a like a spin deke, like a do like a three sixty jam. <laughs> do a Gretzky wraparound. <laughs> remember, uh, remember Todd Bertuzzi's classic uh, shootout goal. They called it the Todd Bertuzzi, and they got it banned because they said technically this is him going backwards, so he's not allowed to do this play anymore. <laughs> but it was the like he would take the puck and go three sixty and slam it in. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The, uh, look it up. The Todd Bertuzzi, everybody who's who's not familiar. Uh, I know we we uh, we stand for Tyler over Todd. Uh, and as uh, yeah. the years go on, I think the story of Todd Bertuzzi gets worse and worse. But uh, look up the Todd Bertuzzi goal. It's uh, it's a goodie. But that would be a fun one on a on a breakaway on an empty net to watch Flatty do. <laughs> Slam it down in the corner. Um, 
No, it is, uh, Mike. That that that's an art. Uh, I think you should you should actually tweet about that and see if you can get more folks uh, on board. But uh, I guess shoot. So I brought up the individual expected goals, and like I said, everybody, this episode was going to be all over the place. Uh, but that that point nine three is more or less in reference to the fact that Mark is giving up a lot. Mike, he puts himself out of position, and this is kind of what happens. Um, now, how many, you know, we're coming through eight losses in a row. So yeah. obviously, this is that one time where it helped out. <laughs> so here's the thing, Mike. Uh, I mean, this this is where, like, if anybody catches wind of this, I wanted to bring this up for funsies. Uh, and analytically, yes, of course, he, he lined it up. He was about to hit one individual expected goal. He just hit it maybe a day early. Um, yeah. But this is... <clears throat> this is it, Mike. When when you have a guy like Mark Stone, who's not the fastest guy uh, on your team, uh, and he's certainly not putting himself in that position where uh, he's setting up his, I don't know, his team. If you want to say Stetcher, uh, yeah. just individually who's been his uh, line pairing defenseman most of the season. When you're put, when you're trying these plays, if you have this ability to knock it in and you could be consistent. I say go for it, but Mike, I'm going to go ahead and ask that we don't see more of this from Mark. I, I, the, to me, this is more or less a representation that Mark is taking way too many chances or, or it's just this thing where he's at this point said, F it. I'm just going to go for it. Let's, let's crank up these numbers. Let's see if I can put one in again. Um, I mean, I there's think, not too uh, much to dissect here besides the fact that I want him <laughs> to cut it out. Or if I, I could think do he's, that. Uh, I think he's been looking at the stat out. sheet, man. What's that? And he's, uh, he's been looking at the stat sheet. He's like, you know what, guys? I was listening to uh, Red Wings rant, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we only have one defenseman with the goal. So, uh, yeah, big thunder stall. I'm going to light that lamp up, boys. All right. And then he jumped over the boards and. Boo! Put in defensive goal number two for the Red Wings. So, man, uh, quite an ovation deserved for Mr. Stahl. Uh, he's basically the engine of this Red Wing juggernaut offense who put up four today against Florida. Their first loss of the season, man. I know that you have a season's worth of statistics, but I am going off the recency bias. Matt, slot us into that eight seed. We are ready for the playoffs. I can't wait. Oh, I was going to say, well, we definitely have the eighth spot in the division right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. We do have that locked in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pre pretty crazy. You know what, Mike? I'll, I'll confess this right now. My, uh, I am using DraftKings, and it has been a wild ride because I've been doing very small bets and trying to be... Uh, trying to nickel and dime, huh? Yeah, and I, I've made some money, but today I decided to go a little above and beyond. So I said Detroit was going to win, and I Oof. took Tampa in the big game as you want there to put we it. Go. So Mike, if Tampa comes away, oh Maddie. You by big game, by big game are, you, are you talking about uh football or are you talking yeah. about LA and Denver? <laughs> Come up next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I try I try not to have my parlays go too deep into a week. I want to keep them on the same day to see what happens. Um but <laughs> But yeah, that's what I that's what I've got going now. So now it's now it's like hold my breath. Um Oh man, yeah, see there you go. I could cash out right now for 28 bucks on the 5 bucks that I bet. So I don't know. I I I could either wait, 
Because I got yep. two of my bets. I said I took uh, I took uh, the over <laughs> for the LA Kings and the Golden Knights, and they went well over. So I took the Red Wings, and now I just need now I just need the Bucks. So I either take twenty eight bucks home, Mike, or I hold on, hold pray on that Tom that. Brady gets another one, yeah. and I'm taking sixty two dollars. What do you think I should do? Should I cash out now? Absolutely not. You got to hold on for that big Nuggets game. <laughs> just keep it in. Keep it in no. there, Matt. I can't add it. It's already in. That's my bet. <laughs> I Don't can't cash out. It. Don't cash out. See if you can parlay, mate. Parlay! I did. That's what I did. Double parlay. Right. God damn it. Okay. Mike, check the Corsi numbers on that. I already parlayed. Matt, this is getting right. dangerous. I feel a scoring chance around. Ah! All right. Um, I, I like how excited and rambly I get. Um, this show has zero direction today, but... Um, one last thing I want to mention. All right, you know what? Let's do this. Um, Mike, uh, we do want to make sure everybody's checking out all the shows on the Hockey Podcast Network. So uh, this, these are our boys. They, we were featured on the show a while back. Uh, back when the playoffs started, uh, we, we made the argument to give them a shot. Watch, watch the Habs. Uh, but this is Habs Nightly. Uh, check out their quick promo. Uh, you know what? I'm just I, so I... heated because of what, what you're telling me because I, I do not want to live – in a world, <laughs> in a world where a craft dinner is the fucking substitute to a good macaroni, you're putting powder. No, 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 Mac- macaroni, as you call it, is a substitute for candy. God. <laughs> oh my God! Go to, go to Italy. If you crack ask, open some fucking no, 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 craft no, no, dinner. No, 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 no. If you ask any Canadian, would they rather have? KD, they will tell you KD is the best, it is superior, it is the fucking national treasure, and it is the greatest dish in Canada. I'm Mason Dixon, a Habs fan stuck in Leafs country, with my co-host Corey, a southern beauty trapped deep in the bayous of Louisiana. With over 2,500 kilometers of separation, we still managed to come together to give you Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. While I don't know what a kilometer is, I do know Habs hockey. Don't let the 10-year age gap or distance fool you. We bleed Blue Blanc every week, and we're known to serve up hot takes along with our unique charm. Join us every Monday and Thursday for Hockey Talk, Ref Rage, and your daily dose of Southern ignorance. Only on the Hockey Podcast Network. Katie is the superior macaroni and cheese. Get the fuck out of here. You put um, ketchup on your fucking macaroni, you nasty kid? Yes, I fucking do. This has been Habs Nightly. You guys have a great night. Hey, guys. Enough with the swearing on the edge, guys. Come on. <laughs> cool your jets. It's just mac and cheese. All right. Uh, Mike, with how all do you due respect, about- if you are putting ketchup on your macaroni and cheese, you can use an expletive. <laughs> all right. Uh, like I said, our, our families are here. Uh, they're already, our, our, I think, our respective homes. Uh, we're about to watch uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. God, I did it again. The big game. Um, oh, <laughs> We're pulling the plug on this show. Uh, just a just a quick recap. We'll run we'll run through these numbers here uh, as the the Red Wings 
uh, went against everything I, I say we need for us to win. So basically, we we broke we broke the bank here. But uh, Mike, we lose the Corsi battle. Uh, we lose, or actually, we tied uh, the uh, the shot. Uh, or I'm sorry, the scoring chances for battle here. Um, now, if we're talking the scoring Corsi uh, battle, uh, we get destroyed 62% to 37%. Uh, high danger battle, Mike goes to Florida. And uh, of course, when you win that high danger battle, you're probably going to win the expected goals battle as well. So, uh, Mike, we just right down the line, everything went Florida's way in that regard. Uh, and we could pull up that heat map too and just show these big old orange bubbles. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you'll see this here in a second. I'm just going to share it. Uh, oh, for, I love the for, color map. Let's get that map going. I'm just going to show it for a minute here. Uh, I love but, seeing those open, festering wounds. Oh, Woo, look at that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a juicy one today. Mike, everything about this game, uh, from an analytics perspective, said we were going to lose. And uh, including, Mike, if you want to go back to what your favorite stat was, uh, that Tampa hadn't had a regulation loss yet, and they had Detroit coming in, uh, that was probably the biggest clearing one. Uh, so, Mike, the interesting thing here and why I'm bringing this up is this this was our opportunity to overcome everything we had seen in these last eight losses where we thought we were going to collect a win. Mike, that second game against Tampa, we said that we played a better game than Tampa, but we still didn't win. So true. here's the scary thing, Mike. Does this is this a good omen, in your opinion, or a bad omen? So we we play we play. A down a peg, I would say, from an uh, an advanced analytics perspective, and we pull out the victory. So we broke we broke analytics to get a win. Um. Yeah. The athletic uh, just filed for chapter eleven. That's how rough this was today. <laughs> uh, all those man hours wasted on deep cut analytics, uh, undone by uh, Uncle Mark Stahl coming in and dropping the thunder. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty star- uh, stunning turn of events, Matt. Um, I, I, it's this was the most eyeball testy game, uh, I think of the whole season. We we tied, uh, our our goals scored. This is the f- second time we've scored, uh, you know, four goals. Uh, the other time being that uh, game where we demolished Carolina. Um, yeah, it, and I mean outside of scoring, which was nice. It didn't feel like uh, we got a lot of cheap goals. It seemed like they were all effort plays, Matt. And then I felt like there's a lot of um, uh, not necessarily even giveaways by Florida. I, I would categorize those as takeaways uh, by the Red Wings, who had quite a few Detsuki and steals, uh, if I may. Even if they if those plays didn't exactly amount to goals, there's just quite a quite a few uh, um, instances where it felt like the Red Wings were were being sneaky quick um, and picking the pockets of the Panthers. So it was just, you know, again, um, eyeball test, a much more enjoyable, uh, you know, couple games in a row uh, performance uh, by the wing wheels. Which, again, I, I think when we're looking at this season, this is how I want to wrap up. Uh, I got into some heated conversations today and uh, about Jeffy Blaschel. I just, like, I'll say it again. Like, we're still on schedule. Okay, the schedule said suck for th- three to six years we're still in that window so yeah. i i just if we can compete and these games are close and like today we broke analytics and won four to one yeah i say 
this is what it's all about. Um, and I also ask everyone, pump pump the brakes on the fire blashel. It's it's just this is the world we're in. And uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, Mike, if we had two more wins, and you know, we're getting closer to like a playoff spot, is that really what we want right now? Yay! I mean, what? if we're talking like even if the draft prospects for this upcoming year aren't that great. Don't you yeah. want the value for our first round to be high if we're going to be look, thinking about playing those really risky games of, like, trading first-round picks to get more picks next year? Like, let's say that was part of the game. Like, you just you want to finish down there. And they haven't – they did not look bad in that second game. So, I just – again, I just want everybody to reassess, just sit back, just enjoy – the game like this, enjoy when we're close against Tampa Bay. But gosh Man. darn, it, it's yeah. it's doing better than we I think we're giving credit for. But we do we do have to be ready for those huge losses like we had against Tampa. You have to be prepared for those. It's gonna happen. But uh, you know what happens just, to everyone. I just think with uh, you know Stahl growing that beard out, um, he's 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 very Thor like at this point. Uh, I got a new nickname for him, Matt. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, go for it. All right, it. so, uh, you know, after the mighty Molnir uh, was shattered, uh, you know, we had to go get a new weapon, and we got the Stormbreaker. Now, we broke an eight-game losing streak overall this season. We broke an eight-game losing streak <laughs> to the Panthers. Matt, Mark Stoll, Street Breaker. <laughs> you don't want to give that to Grice? No, I'm not giving that to Grice. He was part of the losing streak, Matt. It's Mark Stahl dropping the thunder. Stahl, I will say, Stahl definitely added to that losing streak, damn it. No, he was the streak breaker. Don't you, okay, do, you don't, want to get out of here with Grice. We got yeah, to I want to wrap up. Pokemon. I've had enough of this, Matt. Tom's oh, do you want Grice. The interview should have been with Mark Stahl after that game. I'm furious. Who's that Pokemon? Yeah, let's do a goddamn who's that Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon! I'm Where surprised we just... that doesn't get ripped off YouTube yet. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, every, every, uh, every episode, I cherry pick a quote out of head coach Jeff Blaschel, and uh, we bring in a friend of the show, Paul Woods, to come in and read that quote. Matt's got to guess who that player is uh, in reference to here from the quote from Jeff Blaschel. Matt, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. All right, uh, very excited to be here again on another exciting episode of Red Wings Red. Michael looking handsome as usual, Matt. Wearing a hat. So here we go. <clears throat> this is a quote from employed Detroit Red Wings head coach Jeff Blaschel with a stupendous <laughs> victory today. Totally all in his effort and game planning and management. My God, how did he put this together? No Mantha, no Bertuzzi. Hell of a game by Jeff Blaschel. Uh, extension uh, in the works here. Coming for oh, Mr. Blaschel. We're going to lose Jesse as a blogger now. <laughs> I don't really see the correlation. I mean, if you if you watch hockey and you want to know good coaching, you turn on this game today. It was a uh, you know not just a middling game. This was a game that turned the whole season around. Uh, you know, no other man could have done this job. All right, so here we go. This is a quote uh, from uh, Jeff Blashell. Matt, are you buckled in? I think he is. Here we go. I think ultimately what Blink needs to do is be an elite power play guy. Elite. Elite. If you look at the guys in the league that have real success with maybe some potential defensive deficiencies, it's because they're elite offensively, and certainly the power play is a big factor in that. So am I supposed to hear, like, is it somebody with defensive deficiencies that we've talked about before? 
Because we know we know Manta's not terrible. And we know Zadina's doing good. So I'm trying to think who needs to step it up on the power play. I'm going to say Mr. Robbie Fabry because he just came back. So that's why he was a topic of conversation. I'm actually going to give you one more guess on this one because it's pretty it. difficult. Pretty difficult. I'm going to give you the quote one more time. I think ultimately what Blank needs to do is be an elite power play guy. Elite. If you look at the guys in the league that have real success with maybe some potential defensive deficiencies, it's because they're elite offensively, and certainly the power play is a big factor in that. All right. Well, then, I mean, I'm just going to go Mantha because that's the other direction we need to see. This was uh, maybe one of the more difficult entries in uh, that uh, who is that Pokemon? And... uh, (laughs) Matt, this week the answer was actually Dennis Chalowski, who is going to be on the Taxi Squad. What? And uh, it looks like he's going to play the, uh, my apologies, he's going to be a Grand Rapid Griffin. And uh, shocking yeah. news, because uh, he's not getting any power play time in the NHL because we really need to play Juice. So there you go, Matt. <laughs> shocking news that Chalowski is going to start with the Griffins. Oh. Well, uh, everyone, this, that's as good a time as any for me to wrap the show up. Damn it. Stupid goddamn interviews. All right. I get screwed again. Um, thanks a lot, Mike. Man, you got screwed more than Dennis Chalowski. <laughs> Getting less ice time than David, what's his name? Christian Juice? Yes, Christian Juice. I almost said David Juice. I don't know. Prune Juice it is. Matt. Prune Juice. All right. Yeah. Everybody, check out at BOD Hockey. Uh, we actually just got a new YouTube subscriber during the show, so welcome aboard, VA Dead Boy. Thank you for coming along. See, I, I knew it made sense to do a during the hockey game broadcast, but uh, please, uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. That does us the biggest favor in the world, and yeah, those YouTube subscriptions are doing a world of wonder, and uh what else? We have the Instagram at brothers underscore of underscore discussion. And then uh, if you guys are wrestling fans, check out at BOD podcast. Um, and we're still hiring. So if you're a Red Wings fan and you want to put uh, pen to paper, hit us up. Uh, DM us. They're always open on Twitter. They're always open on uh, Instagram. So come say hi and let us know what you got. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And enjoy the big game. Before, Mike. before you go, it's only $250. To get a number 18 jersey and a hand-stitching streak breaker on the back of it. Matt. All right, Mike. Thanks Jump for right that. in. Thanks for that Woo! update. All right, everybody. Have a, have a good one. <laughs>